You know, I always say get rid of your holy sweatpants covered in dog hair or your husband's hand-me-downs because you're a queen and you deserve better than that. Throw away those holy underwear. Get rid of your holy underwear. Same goes with your sweatpants and your quote-unquote loungewear. I think a lot of times people think casual is my pajamas and it's not. That's relaxed loungewear. That's what that is. Hello, lady, and welcome to today's episode of the Styled for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie, here. I'm so grateful to be back with a brand new episode, and it's one I'm really excited about to talk about today, which I always am, right? So thank you for being here. I'm so grateful that you're listening to this podcast. I know there's so many others to choose from, but you know who the real OG is out here podcasting since 2019 on amazing stuff to help you feel good in your body right now. So my mission and intention with this podcast is always to have fun, right? First and foremost, but to share and share and share like my favorite lifestyle strategies, style solutions, how I'm incorporating those things into my life every day to create the lifestyle that I truly, truly want. It's why I've completely redone and renamed the podcast Styled for Life because it's so much more than what we're wearing and what we're doing. It's how we live and how we feel. So welcome back to the show. I am beyond excited to touch on today's topic because it's one that has honestly probably if I'm honest been coming up with for me since 1999 when this old head went to college and decided that I was going to get a degree in fashion and as the headstrong 18 year old Katie was met with all of the questions and doubts around how superficial that was and why no one cared and no one cared about how they looked or what they should wear and things like that. I didn't care because I knew that fashion was medicine and that fashion was art. And it meant so much more than what people think it means at surface level. It truly does. We can tell ourselves that our clothes don't matter And that no matter what we wear doesn't shift and change our day. But I would love for you to experiment with that a little bit and ask yourself if that's really true. And I don't mean changing out your sweatpants for jeans and getting glammed up or whatever that thing is for you. I feel amazing in jeans and a t-shirt. In fact, it's a huge part of my style archetype and one of my favorite outfit formulas go-tos. But the problem is, what I really want to touch on today is that we've taken this idea of style and we've said that it's bad and it's superficial and that if you get dressed, you're doing it for other people. And I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true. And I think now and more than ever, it's obvious. And I'm going to give you an example. (laughs) We've all at some point been on Zoom in the last couple of years. Some of us still are on Zoom. Hello. And probably I don't really see getting off of it anytime soon. When I am on Zoom and my reflection is looking back at me, what I'm wearing, how my hair is, my makeup, et cetera, because those things are important to me. 
determines how that Zoom call is for me. Nothing will fuck you up more than that reflection reflecting back to you every doubt and insecurity you have. And I don't care. Tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, then please DM me or email me and let me know. When you pop on a Zoom and you don't feel your best and you see that reflection reflecting back at you, do you feel great? Do you receive the information? Are you able to contribute to the call? Or does your imposter syndrome kick in? Does your anxiety heighten? Does your depression, just like the overwhelm for me, right? And do a little social experiment. And I do, I've done this. I've been victim of this, right? When I pop on a Zoom and I'm like, oh, it's just Zoom. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. And I don't feel like I have on something that really aligns with me or why I'm on the call in the first place. I can't enjoy the call, right? I cannot get into it. I can't receive it. I will be messing with my hair the whole time. I'll be taking my bun down, putting my bun back in. I'm looking at myself, fidgeting with myself the whole time. So I invite you the next time you get on a call, like, do you notice that? Do you notice that people get distracted really easy? Then I will completely just disengage from the call and just start working on other stuff because I have a thousand things to do. What I have found around tapping into our personal style, and I'm not talking about getting dressed and being fancy. I'm talking about being completely aligned with who you are and why you chose to wear the outfit, the accessories, the hair, the makeup that you chose that day. One of the biggest gifts of being totally tapped in, tuned on, turned in, whatever words you like to use for your personal style is the gift of presence. I don't know about you. I honestly can only speak for myself. If I could gain even 10% more presence in my daily life, I bet you my life would seem a lot easier. I would give nothing more than to be more present in my life. And I feel like when I do feel my best and I've intentionally invested in what I'm wearing or how I feel in the clothes that I'm wearing, I give myself that gift every day. It's the number one way that I have been able to boost my confidence. And I really want to share that with you guys, like just so deeply want to share that with you. So what I want to do here a little bit is talk about boosting our confidence, how we do it, how do we get so freaking clear on knowing what that personal style is. And I want to touch on a little bit of this other version and angle of that. And some of you might have already feel this as you listen to this episode is, well, I just don't care. I don't want to be trendy, right? Like, and I'm not asking to be trendy. So what I'm really talking about today is the difference between our personal style and being trendy. And how do we define that? And what does that really mean? So In the vein of confidence, what I really want to touch on here is so deeply knowing yourself. I feel like this has come up a lot. I've said it a couple of months ago, and I feel like I keep hearing myself say it again because it's relevant, obviously, is the definition of confidence. Confidence is one of those buzzwords we love to throw around, myself included. I almost wish there was a new word for it because I'm kind of sick of it. Because it's like love to me. Sometimes, like the love I feel for my family, I feel like there needs to be a new word because love isn't even enough to embody the feelings that I feel for my husband and my kids, right? Like it's bigger than love, right? Like it's, I don't know, spiritual. 
that's how I feel about the word confidence. Like sometimes I feel like there needs to just be a new word for it because the true definition of confidence is being in a state of certainty, knowing something at a soul level to the point where it's unwavering. Like it might not actually be a fact, but in your mind, it's a fact. And that's a whole nother episode (laughs) on thoughts versus facts. But my point is a definition of confidence is just knowing something for certain. It's the state and being of certainty. And again, I don't know about you, but if I felt more certain in my daily life and present, oh my God, everything would start to have clarity and a whole new light. And the biggest piece for me is when I do feel certain and confident, and just when I'm more present in my life in general, it's so much easier for me to lean into my daily gratitude practice, which then in turn makes everything better. Then you start to create this snowball effect. So why do I think it's so important for you to feel so ingrained and confident in your style? Well, a couple of things. One, you have to get dressed every single day. Like you have to. There's no way around that. And I truly believe it's a missing piece of this self-care routine, self-wellness, self-help, self-love, insert any self you want. It's a missing piece. It's a piece that I feel like has been vilified because we've said, like, it's superficial. No one cares. I don't want to be trendy. I've gotten those remarks to me about me. I am superficial, I guess, on that level, meaning do I care what I look like? Absolutely. But also I can go as deep as you want to go. Like we can go as deep as you want to go. And that's truly the end in life. And if I haven't learned anything over the last couple of years is that this world is not black and white. It's nothing but, I hate to say it, but shades of gray. And you can have two opposing feelings at the exact same time. And that's okay. So I really want to dive in a little bit on that difference between being trendy and stylish and what that really means and why it's important to know trends. But first, let's talk a little bit about style archetype and finding your style archetype and building that true confidence. So if you follow me on Instagram, I've done a recent collab with another stylist, and it's funny, her name's Katie too. And she's East Coast too. And she came to me and she was like, hey, there's some really fun fall trends. I'd love to do a collab with you where we each pick a couple of trends, the same trends, and then we style them in our own way. And I was like, oh my God, this would be amazing. Now, my first thought wasn't like, oh, am I going to be able to like pick out outfits that are good enough? My first scary thought was like, I don't know how to do a reel. (laughs) And you should see the raw footage of my reels, like literal blackmail status. But anyways... The point is, we were talking and we were like, let's each pick a piece and style it just our own way. We're not going to share with each other what we're going to do. We're just going to do it our own way. We have slightly different, well, we have different body types. We're both pretty balanced, but I'm more busty. And then she's got a little bit thicker on the bottom, just a hair. So we both have consideration areas that we prefer to consider, right? That's my new word for those areas are my considerations. And we went into into it blind, right? Like I have no idea what she's doing. She has no idea what I'm doing. And we just sent each other the videos and we were like, oh my God, it's amazing how you can take one piece of clothing and two people can come up with totally different um, feels for it. 
And at no point did either one of us, and we both felt really, really confident in what we did because we are both know our style archetypes like to a T. And that was the point of us doing this. Like, yes, it's fun, but we also wanted to show women that the possibilities are endless. So when we say things like, well, I don't want to be on trend. I don't care what's happening this fall. I don't really care. Let's broaden that perspective just a bit. And then just ask yourself, like, well, maybe how can I work these things into me? How do these things work into my style archetype? And the most amazing part of this was it was such a confidence booster to be validated like that for myself, to receive this amazing art that another woman had created and be like, oh, my God, I love what she did for her. I love that for her. You know, I don't love that for me because I know exactly what's for me. And it was such an eye-opening experience because now that I've learned how to gain that amount of confidence and certainty in my style and my clothing, guess what? That's a skill. That's a habit. I could translate that to any other area of my life. Now that same way that I'm certain around what my style is and when someone else shows me a different way of doing it, I can decide whether or not I want to incorporate some of the things I've learned or if I want to be like, hey, that's great for you. But like, I just know that's truly not aligning with who I am and my visions, my dreams, my goals, and my desires. You Now you can take that skill and apply it to parenting, to running your business, to showing up in your corporate job or whatever your job is, your relationships, the way you do your finance, you can, the way you eat. Now you can take what you know about yourself and start to build that skill and have it out in other areas of your life. Because I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time looking for answers outside of myself taking in content and learning from people that expand my mind and show me the possibilities is amazing, but I still have to know how to take those things I learn and apply them to me. So getting super crystal clear on what your style archetype is, is queen, okay? You have to know exactly what it is. We talk about it in the reels. So if you haven't seen them, you should head over there on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist. And if you're like, I don't care, I ain't going on Instagram because I'm taking a social media detox, email me. I'll send you the reels and the points and how we talked about what our different styles are. But I know for a fact that my style is polished casual. And it helps me put together all of my outfits because my outfit is extremely casual. I know I need another piece of what I'm wearing or my hair, my makeup, my jewelry, accessories to be polished, or I just don't feel put together. So if you're interested and you're like, I'm not sure how to come up with my style archetype, I do have a free quiz, completely free download, or I did a a really big deep dive in this on my Dump the Frump um, workshop the other day. But if you're interested in the quiz, I feel like this has come up over and over and over in the last couple of weeks. Definitely download the quiz. I think it'll get you started. And then we can have a conversation after that. If you have questions around what they mean or what your answers came back with, I'd be more than happy to answer. But start with the free quiz. katiejuststyled.com backslash quiz. Fill it out. Figure out what your archetypes are and how you're going to blend them together to make the one that's unique for you. You'll see that you fall into about two to three buckets that you really prefer. Your work, your style strategy is how you're going to make those two things blend together or three things blend together. So let's 
use me as an example for this. And let's talk about casual style. As a society, we are very casual, right? When most companies say, oh, the dress code is business casual, right? It's not business comfortable. (laughs) It's business casual. Casual is comfortable, right? And I would like to go on the limb and the record here and really define what those two things are for me and how I look at them differently. Because I think a lot of times people think casual is my pajamas, and it's not. Your sweatpants and the pajama pants and the things that you lounge around in your house in are not the same thing as having a casual attire, right? Like that's what we relax around in our house in. That's relax loungewear. That's what that is. It can still be tapped in and turned on to your personal style through the silhouettes and colors and hemlines that you choose. Absolutely. You can have cute pajamas. You can have cute leggings. You can have cute sweatpants. In fact, you know, I always say get rid of your holy sweatpants covered in dog hair or your husband's hand-me-downs because you're a queen and you deserve better than that. Throw away those holy underwear. That was like the most best thing I could have ever said ever on my podcast was get rid of your holy underwear. Same goes with your sweatpants and your quote-unquote loungewear. But this came up on uh, the workshop as well, and I really wanted to define this a little bit. Casual does not mean like, oh, I'm just going to hang out in the sweatpants and like roll out of bed style, right? That's not a style. That's rolling out of bed. I do it too. I do it. I love it. Some days it calls for it. But when I'm really tapping into my highest goddess energy and I don't want to play small and I'm showing up in my life on a daily basis and I'm trying to run my business and I want to be a great mom and I want to be feel good when I see myself and my own reflection, when I'm on Zoom in a gallery view and I see myself looking back at me and I might be doing something a little stretchy on that Zoom, I want the reflection that I see to be the woman that I think I am. I don't need the self-doubt creeping in. And this is why I think it's so important to get like really clear on what those definitions are. Now that being said, I have absolutely worn t-shirt and sweats on Zooms and to calls and done things all the time. But it's with the intention and how we match up our style personalities to create that. I'm about to hop on an airplane and fly to Cleveland. Bet your ass. It's a 6 a.m. flight, so we're not going to do the math of what time I have to be at the airport that's an hour away. Of course I'm going to wear sweatpants, but I also know when I land in Detroit and get picked up, I want to be fully aligned with my style. I'm doing something stretchy, right? I'm going away to style someone in real life in a different state. Like, that's stretchy. That's out of my comfort zone, right? And when I use the word stretchy there, I mean like, you know, stretching myself, but I also want to feel good and comfortable. You should always feel comfortable in your clothes. You should always feel comfortable in your clothes, whether you're wearing a suit or jeans and a t-shirt. You should feel comfortable first and foremost. You should never wear clothes that are too tight or pinching you or too tight under your armpits. Like, yes, in theory, like nothing's comfortable about feeling like mentally tight in a suit and tie. I understand that. But what I'm saying is those clothes should fit you and they should flow with you. So I just want to take a second to 
get clear on that because I feel like that's something pushback I get all back get a lot is like, well, I just want to wear jeans and a t-shirt. Hello, James Dean wore jeans and a t-shirt and was a fashion icon at the time, right? Get it. You can, but it's still the way you wear it with your rhythm, with your style, your swagger and get clear on that. So going back to using myself for an example, because I feel like I can only really speak to myself on this. When I do those things, then I make sure that another piece of me feels polished. So Obviously, for me, I'm going to say I like to wear my lipstick or I like to um, put on some jewelry and accessories or do a really slick bun. A really slick bun or ponytail to me is very polished. It's very chic mixed with my sweatpants on the airport. Now I have complete quote unquote airport style, right? It's just those little teeny things. You were allowed to be comfortable and wear amazing clothes, but we're also allowed to take the 10 minutes. Yes, I said 10 minutes to intentionally style around that in a way that shows who I am, that self-expresses who I am. So every time you go to the bathroom and wash your hands and you see your reflection, that what's reflecting back to you is the woman that you want to be. So now I feel like I'm on my soapbox around this, but I just think it's really important. And I just think it's like when people say, oh, you should, it, you have 10 minutes a day to meditate. That's how I feel about getting intentional around our style. So I've been asked this question tons of time, obviously, because I'm a self-proclaimed um, lipstick, you know, obsessor, makeup, junkie, all the things, right? I'm obsessed with makeup and lipstick. I always, always have been since like fourth grade when I stole my mom's like teal eyeliner and rimmed my eyes like a raccoon for picture day, mind you, so that I would look good. Did not think that one through because clearly when those pictures came back, this is like the 80s, right? So those pictures took some while to come back. When I got those pictures back, I had to hide them under my bed because I was like, my mom's going to kill me because I'm obviously not allowed to wear eyeliner because I'm in elementary school, right? Like I've been obsessed with makeup and products since I could get my hands on it. So I get that question a lot. And I'm going to tell you guys, like I told um, a couple of my clients this week, my makeup routine, and I know you're probably thinking I'm shitting you, like I should videotape it. I can get my makeup done in 10 minutes. My makeup bag is like a capsule wardrobe. I have exactly, exactly the pieces of makeup in my makeup bag that I am using, like my everyday makeup. Do I have fake eyelashes and millions of eyeshadow colors and primers and bases and powders? Of course I fucking do. I have every highlighter color you could imagine, but they're in a separate drawer. And I have archived them for special occasions, but the makeup that's in my makeup bag is part of my daily 10-minute look, feel good, comfortable makeup routine. I have Alexa in my bathroom and I say, Alexa, set a 10 minute timer because uh, let's be honest, that's the amount of time I have to do my makeup before I have to get to my hair and my clothes before I get my daughter on the bus. And I just bang it out and I follow the exact same routine every single time. It's habitual. I got it down. Sometimes I can get it done in eight minutes if my eyebrows are playing along and being nice that day. If I have a good eyebrow day and they both pretend like they know what's up, I got it down. Now, to me, that's a priority for me. Like for some people, exercising is a priority for me too. There's lots of parts of my morning routine that are priority for me. But it show up all day and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident. Like I talk all the time 
on Instagram and my podcast about how fucking nervous I am every single time I hit record. It's not easy. It can look easy, but it's not easy. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like it has come up a lot in the last couple of weeks, and I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on it and talk about it. Now, I want to talk about this idea of the difference between being trendy and stylish, okay? Let me be clear on one thing. Fashion is our medicine. Art reflected back to us based on what we need. We dictate the trends. So you're never following anyone else because as humans, as a collective, we dictate the trends. And to be honest, if you pay attention, you can start to see that they cycle in about a 20-year cycle. We're living that right now, right? Like late 90s, early 2000s, coming back, we do that. That's a historic cycle that as a human collective, it feels like a growth phase that we go to. And this is the medicine that we need constantly coming back around. So I sent a message out to my friends and I was like, why is the word trendy so triggering for so many people? I mean, it's triggering for me now because I get called out or I get challenged on it so much. But they were like, I think it's just associated with like mean girls. Like whenever you watch a mean girls type movie, the girls, the popular girls who are being mean to everyone are like, they're so trendy and they have the latest styles and they're so put together. And then like no one else is allowed to be put together, right? So like in society, we've created this classification system on what these things mean, which in reality, everyone has their own personal style and they're all aligned, right? But that's what trendy has fallen into. So that's why people don't like to use that word. There's tons of other words we can use. I honestly can't come up with a better one other than just like tapping into your personal style. So one of my friends was like, Dak Shepard calls it rhythm. Like, ooh, I love that person's rhythm. Of course, me being the hip hop head that I am, like I love the word swagger. So whether it's your style, your swagger, your rhythm, whatever that aligns, authentic, purposeful style is for you, that's the tool that we're accessing, right? Yes, when we go shopping, we pay attention to what's on trend because it helps us know what to expect because trends exist for a reason. And I want to give you a different example if you're still on this journey with me. Food has trends and I've, you know, and we can be for them or not for them, but it's not positioned the same way as art, makeup, fashion, right? Let me list off a couple of food trends for you and Now, maybe this will help clarify a little bit. Non-GMO, organic, gluten-free, plant-based, vegan, dairy-free, soy-free, nut-free, all the frees. That's all trends. All of those trends that are happening in the food industry are a reaction to what's happening to us in our society. Humans are evolving with more allergies than ever. And I can only speak from my experience, right? Like when growing up in the 80s, 90s, allergies weren't something that were top of mind for schools. I went to a public school. Like my mom could bring fucking bagels out of the back of her car. (laughs) They didn't even have to be covered (laughs) in Kool-Aid, right? Like it was just not what we were onto as a society, right? 
then things just started to change. I'm not here to talk about why they've changed. I don't know. I don't have the answers. But the point is things started to change and new trends needed to be created. A trend is just what's happening in the world. And a trend is when you just start to see a change happening over a period of time and you can see the beginning of it. You can see when it spikes. You can see where it starts to peter out. That's all we're doing. So like it's a bell curve, right? And I was talking to another client about this. She was like, my sister lives in a big city and she's getting rid of these clothes. And I'm like, I just started wearing those. She's an early adopter of trends. That's her style. And she lives in a big city. So They get things before other parts of the country get, right? Now, we're just relevant to our own lifestyles, right? We're just feeding into the trends of what we are have access to, what we need in our culture, whether, and maybe culture is not even our proximity, like our location, like what's going on in our world. That's what a trend is. So when you hear someone talking, they're like, oh, or even like me, when I'm like, hey, this is what's on trend this season. It's not about being trendy. It's not about being a mean girl. It's about tapping in and knowing how to shop. Why trends are important, knowing why trends are important. When you roll up into the store or the mall, God bless you, if you're not online shopping, which at this point, I'm sure everyone has beef with one or the other, you know what to expect. You know what to expect. If you go into your favorite store and all of a sudden everything's green and you hate the color green, it just doesn't look good on you. It clashes with your eyes. You've never liked it or you got joked about it as a kid. You're not going to want to wear green. So I personally, I love to know what to expect. Life is full of unexpected surprises on a daily basis. So if I can just know what to expect in one area of my life, it's amazing. And I think that's something that's really empowering because if I know like the color green and double-breasted, heavy-topped, bulky jackets are the all the rage this season, well, A, I know, and I don't, I have no beef with green, but I know that I don't like green and I know those bulky top heavy jackets aren't really going to do anything for me because that's where I carry my weight. When I gain weight, it's in my boobs or in my stomach. So when I'm styling and balancing my body, then I don't need to add extra weight or bulk or definition to my upper part of my body. But guess what else is also on trend? Wide leg pants. So if I do want to get that leather jacket that's bulky, then I'm going to have to pair it with some wide leg pants. So now I know what to expect. I know how to shop. Shopping is not stressful anymore because I know exactly how to do it. And again, we all wear clothes. We all have to go shopping. And people always tell me, I hate shopping. I hate shopping. I hate shopping. It's because we've put our head in the sand on so many different levels. This episode's not about body confidence. Maybe that's a follow-up episode to that. this. Let me know if that's what you want to hear. This just is about knowing what to expect and paying attention to the trends, letting ourselves just even dabble in what we see. Like, just use it as an experiment. Just step back and just pay attention. Don't you love people watching? Who doesn't love people watching? I freaking love it. So a couple of th- reasons why I think trends really matter and how knowing your style archetype plays into this is in once you know your style archetype and your confidence is unwavering and you're certain, then paying attention to those trends helps you become a quicker, better, faster, more efficient shopper, right? You won't spend hours going through the mall, shopping online, returning things because you'll have it narrowed down. 
So knowing the trends is important because you know what to expect. It's ultra empowering because then you get to decide if those trends and or what trends, because there's always a trend for somebody, what trends work with your style archetype, with your body type. You get to pick that. Obviously, you're going to save money because now you're not shopping just to shop to fill a gap because you need something at the last minute. You're buying super intentionally based on what you know about yourself. Another reason I personally love to know what's on trend is then when I walk into a store, it doesn't feel so intimidating. Like, I don't know about you, but people that work in stores sometimes can be intimidating, right? Like they're around clothes all day. This is what they're doing. This is what they get paid to do is to sell you clothes, right? It's important for me to go in with intention around what I'm actually shopping for and what I know is on trends if it makes sense to me. So I'm not talked into buying something that isn't really me or who I am. One of the like unexpected wins from being so tapped into my style is the way it opens up the communication between me and my kids. So my oldest is in middle school, gonna be heading into high school next year. And it has opened up a vessel of communication that I just like didn't even see coming. One, because he's my oldest, so I wouldn't expect it. But this is very stereotypical. It's like, he's a boy. So like, I don't know. Do boys have that kind of relationship with their um, moms? I'm not a boy, so I don't know. I can't speak to it. So him and I have like really gotten to have really cool conversations around style, what kind of clothes he wants, what colors he wants, you know, how to put different outfits together and be creative with it. And most importantly, like self-expression. He's in middle school. He's trying to figure out who the hell he is, what he likes. And then though that conversation around clothes then has led us to have really important conversations like who the hell he is, <laughs> what he likes. That has been a really big and unexpected win. And another client said that to me about her daughter. She was like, now, like, my daughter asked my opinion for her outfits. Now, when I go shopping with my daughter, I don't dread it. Like, I totally look forward to it because she knows that, like, I'm paying attention to what's going on and I can help her feel really confident. And that is important. I think that's really, really important, especially if we want to touch on the body confidence for just a second, is... A lot of us were fed a lot of shit and how we looked has been used against us for years, but we can do that. We can unravel that. That can end with us, right? We can take ownership and control of this because we're allowed to, we deserve to, and we get to use it and we get to decide what we wear, how we wear it because we want to self-express and we can teach our daughters that. Oh, I just have the chills. Um, the other reason, so all my heads on here who love your home decor, which is just not my jam. Thank God. I don't know why I was in home decor for so many years because I love clothes so much more. Home decor trends actually follow fashion trends. So, you know, I've been talking about pink a lot on the podcast and you've seen Barbie core pink and it's pink, pink, pink. Everything's pink. I just bought my brand new candle. I'm obsessed with anthropology. What is it? Blue Capri candles. And I just got one in a bright pink, um, Barbie core pink canister for the fall because it's one of the hottest colors this fall. It's on fucking back order. And I've been waiting for like six weeks for the thing. It just came yesterday. And I was kind of laughing to myself. I was like, 
it's just fun to know because it goes into so many areas of our life. It's not just superficial. It's not just about being on trend. It's about showing up, feeling good and confident and creating the world that we want and impacting others and touching other women and supporting our daughters and helping our sons and anyone else, right? That's what it's really all about for me. And my favorite part about it is it lets me evolve. And when I evolve and I'm paying attention to what's going on, I get to decide, is this me or not? And if I want to try a new trend, if I know who I am so deeply, then I can try it and see if it works for me. And if not, I can move on and not feel any guilt about it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode all around like discovering your archetype, why it matters, the difference between being on trends and just having a great personal style. There's so many amazing benefits to it. I could literally talk for freaking hours about this like unaccounted for tool superpower that you have access to that you get to control, right? When we think about our health, We can do lots of things, and I'm going through this, right? I can do lots of things. I can take supplements. I can eat right. I can walk every day. I can get vitamin D. I can hydrate. And I will feel good immediately, like if I'm hydrating. But some of the health things that I need to happen in my life are long-term results. Like I need to live like this consistently for three months or more to really see the paybacks on that. Not with your clothes, We can boost your mood instantly. It's an instant gratitude dopamine hit that I know that you love because I love and humans love a quick dopamine release. Nothing's better than wearing an outfit that you love and feeling amazing. All right, lady, I hope that this resonated with you. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know your favorite part. Katie Allen Stylist. Did I say anything to give you an uh uh-huh that you loved? Maybe you didn't love. Let me know. Let's open up the conversation. Let's open up the dialogue. Again, send me a DM on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist. That's where I hang out the most as far as social media goes. Or if you're like, nope, doing that social media detox, I feel you, boo. I'm doing them every weekend. Email me, katie at katiejuststyled.com. And if you want to get that free style archetype quiz to just start seeing what this feels like for you, go download it, katiejuststyled.com backslash quiz. Like I said, it's a total free gift. And when you get the archetypes, it's going to have like 15, maybe 20 bullets for each archetype. There's five major ones full of like tips or how this archetype shows up. And like I said, the fun part is you get to mix and match those. If you have any questions, shoot me a DM, send me um, an email. All of this will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you on the flip side. 